0: Hello, hola, bonjour, welcome to Your Story Matter podcast. I'm your host, Angie Reo Olivo, and we are here to inspire sustainability and change by creating with purpose. Welcome to today's episode. We appreciate you being here. Thank you for listening. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any other episode. And today we're going to talk about being grateful, staying authentic, and mental health support. All right, so it is a very good day and week. I don't know about other people, but I am extremely happy that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris won the USA election. I am aesthetic and i don't know for all my color women or any woman right now who who are feeling this really amazing feminine energy right now thanks to camille harris and uh, we're just that's one of the things that i want to talk about being grateful is that i'm grateful for that shift in terms of giving a voice more to women giving a voice to color women right and uh, i think um This is a really amazing learning experience to um, embrace and also you know have to hold them accountable because we're human we're not perfect and but also taking consideration that um, we have to keep things in a way that aligns with sustainability being more sustainable not only for our planet but also within ourselves right because What we do, our actions, how we eat, how we interact with people, how we're kind to other people when we're not, Um, these are little, not little, these are human traits that we all need to work on. We all need to work on, okay? Um, That's something that I'm also learning. I wanted you to, um, I'm going to leave the link in the podcast uh, description uh, of bookshops. I'm uh, reading um, the book, uh, The Power of Now which I really recommend. Uh, I think this book should be in schools as well. I think children should read this book as well. Not only because it tra- it kind of helped them, at least uh, adolescents or teenagers, uh, if they read this book, it can help them cope with certain situations that it's going on in this system, which is a very old and not uh, sustainable system. So they are able to cope and also deal with situations in the future and how they're able to um, embrace not only their inner um, wisdom that we all are born with it's just that we've been conditioned and programmed to forget it and uh, this is another thing why I think the school education has to change and uh, in the meantime I bu- I mean hey there's so stuff that we cannot control but I think those who are able to um, reading the power of the now by a car toll is, uh, real revelation and kind of help you deal with the old and how to build a new not only with your communities or your family and stuff like that but within yourself right because change starts with us it starts within and how we change from within so we can give out right another part that i wanted to um come here and make it clear also is that uh most of us have been, the old system has always been relying on um, countries, for example, USA as a blueprint for, I don't know, to look up to, for example, the trauma administration, for that for four years, you can clearly see how unsustainable and horrible that was, right? And look how many the result and the consequences of, of that. Right. Like, look how many people died of COVID-19 in the U.S. and still do and still going. And something that, I, you know, I'm, I wanted to come make it clear in a way that um, in terms to shift that mindset of always looking at the negativity and stuff like that, because we also here in Quebec have that issue, but I'll go a little bit later on that. But I wanted to remind you that there are cities and countries that we all should be looking, looking up to. Um, you know, the five green living uh, countries, for example, uh, Sweden, Switzerland, Finland, Norway, Denmark, Never- Netherlands, um, Australia, but also here in Canada. I mean, we still have a lot of improvement to do in Canada. I know they are like ranked number 10 out of those countries. I mean, we can definitely improve much better, especially if we remove fossil fuels and all that pipeline and all these things that are not sustainable. But it's It's something that we need to improve, right? And these are things that we're learning how to um, uh, change. But I think looking at these countries that I mentioned before, it's sort of a way also to look forward, to move forward, to not dwell so much in the past and not dwell so much on the future. Okay, the future. Yes, there is a future, but just let's keep in mind that these countries already are in the future. They're already being moving forward. So in order for us to let go of that mindset and continue um, uh, working on ourselves and sustainability and stuff, and also keep corporations accountable, I'm not leaving everything to the population because it's not fair, but I believe that other corporation leaders and people who hold uh, humans, um, you know, their likelihood really, Um, is to look up at these um, countries, uh, you know? So that's something that I wanted to um, put it out there, that we should uh, keep that positive by looking at other countries where they have been doing the work. Um, Another thing that I wanted to talk about also today is that... um... Which is really heavy because um, this this space that I've been creating for four years is my little baby space, right? And um, and today I've, no, it's been a couple of days now, but now that as I'm going deeper into uh, healing and trying to cope with my mother, my mother passing away, she's not dead yet. (laughs) Her body is still here. Um, but her spirit, it's all around us. And it's, you know, she's always sending messages, but I know that we're right now taking care of her body and keeping us clean and safe and, uh, giving it positive affirmations and, uh, you know, but I'm not going to lie. This is very, very hard because, you know, it's, she used to be my best friend and I don't know if you have a best friend or if you have someone that you really care about and then you see them um, dying the way she is, especially um, now with different pains that come every week or every day, there's different things that she's suffering. Um, But that's another thing where I'm learning about the, about a spiritual um, awakening and uh, going deeper into that, and you know, accepting myself that I am a spiritual um, person that I've always have been. I just I've been, you know, conditioned and silent and uh, try to keep me, keep my power lower so I cannot make other people uncomfortable. And I just wanted to say that I'm not doing that anymore. I I'm not here for that and. I'm not here to make you or anybody comfortable. I'm here to awaken, not only to educate and be the beacon of life for people to find that through the darkness, because we do have both. We have the light and we have the dark and trying to just uh, avoid one because it's too much and then just go focus on the light all the time. But that's not how it works. You have to embrace both. And this is something that I'm learning also through healing. Uh, I'm learning through this also is that the there's a time to not think that that failure, which is something that I am trying to cope with, that not feel that I'm a failure. So learning that you know failure is uh, the learning process that we don't we don't fail; we learn, right? And something that Albert Einstein said: "You never fail until you stop trying." So that's something that I want to remind here, and also myself that y- you're learning. So just if you fail, then okay, what can you do? What can you improve? What can? Why did I learn of of that um, of mistakes or anything that you know you can improve yourself? As you know, um, keeping trying to keep this space the creative space hasn't been easy to keep it afloat um and also getting any approved funding during this time not only because um the situation what happening right now but before the situation happened it was more like there was a lot of um sexism uh racism and uh in in this city at least um, when i was seeking for mentorship or seeking for um funding or companies, the uh, uh, organization, government organizations that can help me fund the the creative uh, online media and the eco-publishing. That, that's the main goal, at least to create an app uh, first. Um, they they kept denying not only... There were three things that mostly they would um, deny, not only because I was a woman of color and here they have a serious sexism issue, um, but also the fact that my French wasn't uh, Quebec French. So let me explain myself. I do speak French. I do understand it. It's just that even when you're trying to find uh, jobs or application for an uh, apartment or uh, application for jobs or anything like that, um, you ha- here they they don't really want to put it out there because I don't know what it is. But there is a discrimination within the French um Quebec community. For example, they are okay with you speaking French, but if you speak a French that is not the Quebec French, there's also a discrimination of that. And there's a lot of blocking out of that. So let me explain myself. Um, for example, there are times where I will apply and, and submit the pitch and submit the business plan, and I will have the French version and I will have the pitch version. And they will always um, omit the French version, not only because I even went through uh, editors in French and stuff like that. And it's just it wasn't their Quebec French that they were looking for. So that's one thing. And also, I knew uh, my last name. Uh, every time they will see my last name, they will either skip the email or never answer emails or um, just little things like that. And I'm not saying like not anybody. Oh, you don't. Everyone gets like deny and refuse and thank God. Right. Which is that's why I'm here. Like I'm grateful that they say no. And then now I'm pushing myself to do my podcast and to continue the YouTube and uh, trying to collaborate with other companies. And uh, now I'm trying crowfounding founding and uh, seeing other founding uh, alternatives, you know? So in a way I learned from that, but I wanted to make it clear to to this audience and whoever's listening to this is that um, there is language discrimination in this city. And I wanted to, and those who say, oh, that's not true, that's not true. Well, that's somebody who is white and has a specific uh, privilege in this city. So whenever, if you are a person of color, you're a person who lives in Quebec, Montreal and are looking for jobs and are uh, finally you went to the French school classes that they give you for free, right? They, they pay you, they make you go into those courses. But once you're out of those courses, and then you start looking for jobs or uh, anything a bit higher, so you can, you know, because you speak the French, you get the right away denial and not um, get application approval because your French is not good enough. So that's something that I want to make clear that We also, not only immigrants, have maybe four to five languages to learn that we already have, sorry, that we already have, but also we learn French and also we have to learn it the way Quebecer people want it to so we can actually make a living here. So that's something that I wanted to say to you, but also I'm kind of speaking in a way to alleviate those uh, who are dealing with difficult times right now and trying to find jobs and stuff like that and don't understand why are they getting denied even though they speak French, this is why. Quebec is the French version of USA government in the sense where here is more like converted uh, racism and there's white supremacies everywhere, everywhere and uh, experience with that right like that has happened to me many times in many jobs and I mean that's why I was stuck in in low paying jobs and they only speak English but they have to they pay really low and that's what I have to do right because my French wasn't good enough for the city and uh and that too that creates this mental stigma where you feel worthless when you feel like you're not good enough and they are okay with that so here inequality is normal <laughs> So you think USA is crazy and all this thing here in Quebec, Quebec is the USA version. But here it's normal, which is even worse. Thing where suicide is has skyrocketed and also it starts hitting really hard, or they decide to do lockdown. Another thing here, there's a semi-lockdown, but it's so it makes no sense they close all their businesses but they don't open gyms because gyms are uh i mean i i completely agree but at the same time there could be uh ways and things uh more strict regulations so people could actually go do workout during the winter to go through uh this system and that's what it is right and that's what i'm trying to do is that let go of this limitability leave and things that i cannot control and see how i can what i can do with what i can control so if schools are still open, but there's a huge uh, pandemic and things like that, what can I do now that I can protect my children and, you know, keep them safe, but at the same time, continue working and doing all these things, but and also helping other community, helping clients and stuff like that. So it's, it's during this time, is it's been a lot. Um, I don't know, I just find that during during this energy where we're supposed to be like you know healing and and uh and staying uh trying to um do things to keep us ourselves uh, productive and keep our minds uh busy in a way but not busy because you don't need to be busy all the time and this is another thing where i find that capitalism has built in on us and also in our parents and our parents parents So we have this mentality where our worth is attached to our productivity. And then, which that is very, uh, at least for anybody who is working through a mental illness and also working during this time, it's like, it's like death, (laughs) honestly. Um, So for anybody who is dealing with mental illness um, while working, while dealing with all this stuff, while also now I know I just... Um, saw that a lot of uh, countries, especially in Europe right now, are in lockdown as this moment. So I felt like today was a responsibility for humanity, for people who listen to this, who are dealing with uh, mental illness. And honestly, I'm going to be honest here too. I, Me too. I, you know, it's, it's really hard. It's not easy at all what we're going through. And uh, during this time, there's uh, three things that has helped. To continue um, working and doing all the things that to do, uh, especially you know being grateful. So I find that writing down or putting into a system or talking to somebody or putting it out there, three things that you're grateful for right now at this moment, this day, it has helped come the, into focus and and have some clarity throughout the the day or throughout the week. So I encourage you today, if you can, or maybe tomorrow morning, or when you're, you know, more relaxed, um, you sit down and have that um, space. For yourself and uh, write down these three things or if you have more than three things that will be amazing and um, really be aware of your present, be aware of where you are and like look around you your coffee or or something that you're eating that makes you feel really good or something that you did a book that you read or something like that that makes you um, appreciate your existence but also during the and the, during those grateful uh, moments, also appreciate the people who helped you be where you are now. Appreciate those um, your family. Um, you know, if you have kids, like really be present and, and, and appreciate those moments that you have with them— their laughter, their their hugs, their kisses—and um, also your friends. You know, I I saw this thing where um, I think it was Mark Mason uh, who wrote on his IG about. That single people can live their whole life single, and that I completely agree. I I'm, complete, I'm so happy to be single, honestly, I don't want that drama. But one thing he mentioned that really resonated with me was that that loneliness can actually kill. Loneliness can actually lead to suicide. So he was saying, go reach your friends. Don't be, you know, whatever it is, it's fine. But nobody cannot live without their friends. And I thought about that, and I was like, oh, my God, that is so true. And I'm so grateful and blessed to have, um, you know, I can count it with my fingers, very close friends. Who who are there for me? Who have been there for me during my homeless times, and who have been there for me throughout this world pandemic, and and I am here because of their support and their love for me. And um, you know, I'm I'm always so grateful for you. So thank you very much. And um, that's another thing that I wanted to tell you is that. try to reach um, somebody a friend anybody whenever you feel these low moments uh, because we all have them especially during these times we have financial we have emotional we have the physical we have spiritual now but that we're there could be a sort of like a light in terms of um more awareness in terms of climate change and um, mental illness, mental uh, health support, and um, you know how to help people right now, especially those who are voiceless, the homeless, um, creating communities where everybody can feel more um, diverse and have this inclusion into um, a community space. And uh, yeah, those who are spirituals are being able to stay afloat because we are aligned with the divine in the universe. And we are, that's something that I'm learning also through um, the community that I'm getting involved with, the empaths and uh, people who are spiritual shamans, uh, Reiki healers, and uh, I think their work is so precious. And I mix it with my therapist. Like my therapist has her own scientific and, uh, you know, Um, psychiatrists, uh, trauma psychiatrists, uh, methods, strategies, you know, and then we have the Reiki healers or shaman or um, empath, right? And that's something that I'm learning through them because I am one. I just, I haven't been able to work on that uh, on to see how I can heal other people as well. Reiki healers tell me that doing podcasts, or talking to you know, and uh, talking to you, or um, you know, putting it out there, uh, good things, positive thing. Also, I can release and send uh, healing. So I am sending you right now, good positive energy, good positive healing, really good healing, especially that one that within inside that it, you keep hiding from other people, so people don't see. Especially those who work on social media influencers who who hide their true self in order to compensate and impress these brands and impress other people and impress whoever instead of themselves so i hope that today you do your content creation but you do it for you you impress you you show who you are even if it's bad or whatever good or bad, you know, show who you are, your true self. Because honestly, authenticity is, is the ultimate superpower that you can have and that nobody can take away from you. That any negative comment or anything or anybody try to bring you down will not happen because you're authentic. You're keeping true to yourself. And that's something that I'm learning um, also. We're all here for a purpose. we all here for something much bigger than we can possibly understand and uh, which is why you know whatever happens in one side of the world it affects all of us so that thinking that individualism uh, thinking that it's a privilege honestly and when we say privilege I know there's a lot of people that triggers them because sometimes but we all have some sort of privilege you know each of us have it. Even the underprivileged I'll also have a little bit of privilege too. But they just have it completely, <laughs> like completely different than most of all the other people, right? So it's just, we all have privilege. It's just what you do with it. That's really it. So if you're able to use your privilege for good, to do good things, to help other people, to fight for hum- humanity, for equality, or, or you know, all these things that make you feel good inside, then when somebody says privilege, it shouldn't trigger you. It should actually say, okay, so if I see that, how can I improve that? If I see, if I have this privilege and I'm able to do this, how can I help that community? How can I help that? How can I help them not feel that they're not privileged? How can I make their voice heard? Do you see the difference? But when you see somebody says, oh, that's privilege, that's that, that's this. Now, look on within what are you saying that somebody has that privilege? Are you saying that for somebody that are you, because I don't know, I, I keep seeing that a lot of people on social media saying, oh, being silent is a privilege. I'm sorry, but when you say that to somebody who not usually goes on social media and spends 20, like maybe two to three hours working on, as an essential worker, has kids, and um, I don't know, is able to pay their bills and they feel good about themselves. <laughs> and they see that, that they have privilege because they stay quiet and they're not on social media. You see, you have to be careful of how you say or do things on social media. That's why I'm I'm like completely reframing and pivoting my whole thing, my business, because before it was that mentality that always, always doing and and my in my worth is a, and our worth is linked to productivity. And and if you didn't post and you didn't do this and you you weren't good enough or or all these things and 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 it's all perception. It's all how you perceive things. So I'm sure that person who sees that pose, like, oh, you're privileged because you know you're you know you're silent or whatever. And, you know, if for someone who is not of color, for sure, they're going to be triggered, right? Because it's like, well, what are you saying that I have a privilege? And for sure, they have a privilege just by their skin. But let's say someone who is not white and see this post. They feel like they need to be doing more. Okay? So my people of color, I love you very much. I love you. But every time you say Oh, it's a privilege to stay silent in moments of injustice. Do know that those some of those people that you're referring to, and you need to make it clear on your posts. Make it clear that you're talking to white people. Make it clear that you're talking about people who have money. Make it clear that people who can able to, to, I don't know, work from home and or work for a company from home, because there's people who are working from home who are not making money right now, okay? who are still going for human rights and fighting and doing all these things. But when they see that pose, they're like, damn, I didn't do enough. I wasn't good enough today. Even though I helped, I volunteered, I did all this, but I wasn't good enough because I wasn't able to post today about what I care about, about human rights. So please, 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 please be mindful when you pose about these things, okay? Because not only you can affect somebody who is doing stuff, it's just that I haven't had time to go on social media to post about it. But the fact that you are able to post, that you are able to work from home, that you are safe, that you don't have children. <laughs> like I most of those people in these social media accounts have no kids and they are just lashing on social media and, and all these things. Like please be mindful. Please. Be mindful of your pose, of what you put up there, because right now people are going to see it, especially those who are locked down right now. So please be mindful, okay? Now, so let's talk about authenticity in terms of my, on my side now. So I want to be truthful as I can be. And this is very hard to say. Um, At that moment, writer CF, I will have to do a little, not a little, I have to do a pause on writer CF in terms of uh, social media, and um, I will still continue doing the writing on Medium and uh, doing um, the podcast on Story Matters, and also I will be, um, you know, building uh, the website as well, be designing it. But at the moment, I will have to, um, in terms of the social media aspect, um, because it's it's really hard to try to do a podcast and also release a new book next month and also uh, deal with my mom dying and at the same time being a single mother because also my daughters uh, need their mom, right? And I need to pace myself in a way that is sustainable either for me and for my daughters, but also in a way that this work that I'm doing, it's able to help other people too, but I have to help myself first, right? So, I had to let go of most of my team this year. Uh, I only have two editors who I can afford at the moment. And I had to tell my volunteers um, that I cannot let them continue to do free labor, which, by the way, was amazing work. And they deserve, and because of that, they deserve better. I don't think it's fair during a world pandemic that we ask people to do volunteer work I think it's unfair I think it's a it's not fair and as much as my business and my team was very diverse and inclusive and I was giving you know but it was very minimum pay or sometimes not paid and I don't think that was right you know so this is another reason where I have to you know I have to pause that while I continue doing the website. And, you know, then we'll continue after the website's build. We'll, we'll see how it goes. You know, build what we're trying to do. I mean, I'm not giving up. We're not giving up. And uh, I just want to say that my volunteers who will be listening to this, and they are from all over the world, California, India, um, Thailand. And I wanted to tell you, I... I'm so grateful and thankful for, met, for meeting creative people like you and you're so dedicated and you deserve to be valued and, and be recognized for what you do and be pay well for what you do. So this is why I decided to let go of that and, and focus on building um, a sustainable um, you know, business that I'm able to afford your creative work because this it deserves to be it's worth it's worth it and 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 i want to focus on creating teams just like you and also that too uh be able to create internships but paid internships i don't think that people should be offering internships in a world pandemic and not pay like that's not right. So that's something that I want to focus on. I also want to focus on building, um, you know, medical support and all these things to my team. And that requires me to step back and let that go. The goal is still there. You know, build an app for creative online media agency and an eco publishing company, a co-op and collaborative, diverse creative media space for all people of color, for everyone, right? Multicultural. But right now at this moment, I, as a founder, I think I need to address the fact that um, during these times we were working with literally no um, funds, right? Basically my funds from writing, my funds from clients and stuff. And that has lowered tremendously during this year. So, because of that, we'll have to pause, but we're going to continue. That's what we're I'm going to continue doing podcasts. I'm going to continue building YouTube. I know there's, I have a lot of mentors and trainers who are training me to this. So, I'm able to build um, uh, our YouTube channel and the podcast and um, the social medias on my own pace and continue writing and continue what I'm doing. So, I'm able to bring collaborative and, and paid internship and do the right thing. So this is what I wanted to release today and continue being authentic. Now, if you see writers app yep and you see there's something going on or some content that's going on, it's because i it's me. It's going to be me. Okay. Um but other than that, I think it will be only two posts uh, whenever we have a podcast or something on a new announcement or a collaborative or something. In the meantime, or we will be announcing when the website is up, right? But for now, it will be um, just Your Story Matters. So thank you for subscribing and uh, sharing it with other people who would like to listen to what we have to say, Your Story Matters. And I needed to put out there to keep myself... Align and authentic, but also being authentic to you. Like I wanted to make it clear for you guys that it's hard for everyone, okay? Uh, Our mental health is priority right now. And that's something that if you look at my post on IG, I posted um, something that happened before I went to see my mom and take care of her. Um, Just little things like that, like capture yourself with those things that, you know, make you really extremely happy and whole and hold on to that hold on to those moments of happiness during the day okay and then keep doing that keep finding little things that make you happy little things that i don't know that will help you continue throughout the day continue to cope with what's happening right now okay but also i don't want to be a block blocker of opportunities because it is um, I do have an incense uh, uh, network and also we have a lot of um, collaborate and uh, companies who are in the uh, rightC uh, community so I don't want to block that if you are able to if you're a student and uh, you're working I mean are you you have a part-time job or you're living with uh, with your parents and you don't have that many financial uh stress or and would like to um uh, enhance your creativity or if you like social media you like uh marketing you like creativity you like uh design and tear um, illustration um it's open that internship is open so anybody who would like to um who is able to that you know, because that's something that I want to give that opportunity also for the younger generation, uh, these, those who are, um, who graduated from uh, high school or are going through college or in university. But if you're living with your parents still, and you don't have that many financial constraints, and you want to, I don't know, upgrade your resume, um, you know, have that as a, as a beacon of light, because I had other um volunteers and other people who have worked through Writers CF who've got amazing jobs right now because they're they have that in their background saying that they work for Writers CF so I don't want to be the blocker of that opportunities all right so if you're able to reach me all right reach uh, reach uh, my emails reach me through IG reach me Okay, um, it, there's a lot of stuff that we can do that I can show you really, really fast too. my the people that used to work here, I taught them how to work for two to three hours or four hours. And it was fast done. And you move on with your life and continue doing your things. Okay, so I'm um, also I can offer you that um, as well. And also we can help each other out. Let's say we end up growing. Um, in the in the company right and that's something that you already have a foot in because you already been doing the work and also that could mean for you that instead of being volunteer or an internship you actually have a job you actually have a paid job that you have experience on and then later on you can train other uh, team members that come in so it's a win-win situation so that's why i don't want to block uh, my, our, our blessings and other uh, younger generation who would like to join, uh, who would like to participate. Um, also, writers. That goes to refer writers as well. Those who do not have the financial constraints as of now, who live with their parents, who, who would like to, um, is, I don't know, uh, grow their writing um, skills. That's something also that you can come in as well, and uh, we can do. Uh, post uh, of blogs that you can post your stories or you can help edit as well. Also, there are two editors who would like to edit as well. Um, we're not blocking anybody. It's just that fen- like if you're looking for a, a paid internship or something that's paying at this moment and you're living by yourself and you have children and, uh, you know, this is not for you, okay? At least at this moment. Um, also, I would like to also invite elderly, like anybody who elders who, um, who would like to do editing or who, I don't know, would like to learn something new. Uh, maybe come in and talk, uh, give a little talk to the younger generation if that's something that you would be interested in doing. You know, talk about mental health and stuff like that. That's something that I want to open to everybody. This is a space for all ages everyone, all right? I'm not blocking anybody uh, the opportunity to come in and say their voice. That's the whole point of this, right? Your story matters. Your voice, I want to amplify it, not block it or prevent it because of whatever constraint or limited belief. That's the whole point. We're cutting those off. We're blocking it off. We're not bringing that here. So I hope that's clear. Other than that, um, you know, take care of yourself, take care of your mental health, speak with someone, um, you know, and uh, yeah, and I'm going to continue creating bi-weekly podcasts and all other people will come in too. Um, Also creating more videos on YouTube. So thank you so much for subscribing, commenting, liking, and and sharing with others at the same time with our uh, podcast, Your Story Matters. It means a lot. Thank you so, so much. And, um, yeah, it's just that I'm going to continue doing this and, you know, writer's will be there. It's just for now, we'll do a little pause and, uh, you know, it's just that my mission and vision are much bigger than me. And that's why it was harder to let go of writer's year, at least because of all these constraints and financial and all these things. But, I just wanted to tell you through here is that I'm not going to give up. This this is hugely important, and one of the reasons too also is that um, I want to also give a shout out to uh, the Concordia University, the Business Molson uh, School. Um, I just wanted to tell you that um, you know you you were a beacon of. You know to continue um, working, writers yet yeah, when other volunteers, um, because of that business plan that you created for for me when I was having a really hard time um, building it. So I would like to thank you so much, and I promise that I I will still honor this beautiful business plan that you made that you know got refused in this city, but I'm sure other companies and other investors and other founders will. Immensely love this business plan that you created so beautifully, so well written, well stats, amazing. Uh, It was amazing. And I would like to thank you so much for helping me because, you know, especially during this time, it was really hard for to find anybody to help. Um, And you willingly helped just like that. And I hope you got really good grades on your class. Thank you so much. and also thank you for helping me realize that this is important for the younger generation, that this community is, um, they want to fight for, you know, they want to more equality. They want justice. They want to use their imagination and passion and dreams and continue doing more things that make them happy, joy, love, feel free, you know, and work on their conscious and, and, you know, building their consciousness. And I think it's uh it's something that has motivated me to, um, you know continue the vision because it's important to the next generation and uh, hopefully, you know my my children and other children's children. So this is something that obviously um, needs to take a little pause, <laughs> so it's able to continue growing more sustainably, right? Because we can start a sustainable, uh, just equitable business by doing the exact same thing that other corporations and other agencies and other publishers and other people are were doing. That was so detrimental for marginalized people. That was horrible for. Uh, there probably still is. It's just that we're continuing to this façade that, you know, oh, it's fine, it's normal, but it's not. It never was. So, I know that this business will require a team, as you know, when you're reading the best business plan, it will require, um, you know, a lot of resources, a lot of things that right now I not necessarily uh, have yet or are able to obtain um, during this time. So, for being here, for um, listening, and uh, for being in the space and continue listening to our other uh, guests who are going to come in um, in the next few weeks. And uh, yeah, I'll see you in a next episode. Have a great, great, great weekend, great day. And, uh, you know, be kind to yourself, to your planet and to others.